0: Welcome to Riskwise, a show about money for Muslims, where you'll learn how to make smarter financial decisions without selling your soul. For the full experience, join us at no cost at riskwise.com. Assalamu alaikum. As-salamu alaykum. Risk Nation, thanks for tuning in. We are in the same room together, somewhat. Uncomfortably close to each other. Yeah, this is. I like. Uh, I like two cities distance. Yeah, it's us. a little bit more comfortable, and yeah. we get to share a mic, so no like bumping heads or anything. Yeah. yeah. Um. Hopefully the sound is okay. It's usually probably better. We each have our own microphones, but we're sharing one today, and um, State's not very good at sharing, so we'll have to uh, <laughs> we'll have to try our best. <laughs> Anyhow, welcome to the broadcast. Uh, if you've been following along, we've been talking for the last uh, since the beginning of the year. Really, we've been walking through a process. Um, that you can use to really make this the year that everything kind of comes together, right? To... You take your financial goals seriously, you start making progress, start getting some traction and um, stop letting you know money kind of dictate you know what you do with your life and what you don't do with your life, right? That's the goal. We want to tell money what to do. We don't want money to tell us what to do, right. okay? So we've covered a few things up until now and today we've landed on a topic um, that is, well... I want to say near and dear to our hearts, but I'd be lying because nobody likes to do the thing that we're going to talk about today, Yeah, and that's budgeting. But before we get to budgeting, if you're on our email list, you will have noticed that an email went out with probably the best subject line ever. I can't think of a better subject line. The subject line of the email was, want $10,000? I don't know anybody that does want $10,000. So that's why so many people responded. That's okay, why I so uh, we're launching a course called Save 10K. We're gonna help people save $10,000 as fast as possible. We can give the mindset, tools, systems, processes to save $10,000 as fast as humanly possible. So you can pay down your debt, go for a hudge, put a down payment on that house, save for retirement, put some money down for the kids college fund, whatever it may be. Save ten thousand dollars as fast as possible. It's a pilot course, so we're looking for the right people. Yeah. You gotta be motivated to save ten thousand dollars. You have to know why you wanna do it. You gotta be willing to put in the work. It's not gonna be easy. Not just gonna I can't create ten thousand dollars in a thin air for you. I wish I could. i would yeah. be amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, I'd be a very wealthy man if I could do that. <laughs> uh, so you gotta put in the work and you've got to be coachable because we're gonna tell you to do things, we're gonna coach you through the process, but You've got to take our advice and actually do something with it. Okay. If that sounds like you, what I want you to do is go to riskwise.com slash save 10k. That's riskwise.com slash save 10k. Putting the link in here in the notes. And there's a little application form there. Fill out that application form. And we will let you know if you qualify to join the pilot course and, and how it works from there.
1: Absolutely. And yes, this is our pilots. This is the first time we're running a course where
0: we're going to be doing some live webinars. Yeah, it's going to be be six weeks long uh, live webinars that hopefully you can attend in person because there will be a Q&A element and you get some feedback right there on the spot. If you can't, there's recordings available as well. Uh,
1: Exactly. So we want to learn we want to learn while we teach, so we want to learn uh, how this is working out for you, what kind of questions you have, we're looking for some people who are going to be interactive with it, and especially those who are going to do the work. We want people not just who are going to come and you know pay the entry, entry fee and, and get in on the course and not do it. For this one, we want people who are actually going to do it, uh, who are actually going to do the work, and then give us feedback as to whether or not it worked.
0: Yeah, it's not Netflix. And I can tell you right now, we are not nearly as entertaining as what you'll watch on Netflix, right? So like it's not like a watch. (laughs)
1: It's
0: not like a watch the broadcast, everything's gonna be amazing. You've got to actually watch, learn, implement, do the work, come back with questions. And if you do that, we are gonna help you as much as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. InshaAllah. So today kind of ties nicely into the save 10k course absolutely budgeting is a big part of this huge uh,
1: probably the most important thing um, when you know in my day job uh, when I work with clients to get their money in order this is probably the most important thing and and how much it matters to you and how much change you have to do is completely dependent upon your current situation your current savings rate like do you you know, at the end of the month, open up your bank account. Are you, are you pleasantly surprised at how much money you have there in your checking account or how low your credit card bill is? If so, then you're going to need a lot less budgeting than the other person. If you're somebody who is like, oh God, I do not want to open my credit card bill this month. And that happens relatively regularly, like more than once or, once or twice a year, uh, then yeah, we're going to need to get on this. And budgeting is probably the most important thing that you are going to need to do with your money in your adult life. If you don't have some kind of spending methodology or something in your head as to how you keep track of what you're spending, or uh, if you're not telling yourself, no, like I I want that thing. No, you know what, I'm not gonna buy it. If you're not telling yourself no relatively often, then this is something that you definitely need because every, you know, the reason why you need a budget is that anything that you want to accomplish in life, any major goal that you have that it's gonna cost money, you need a budget to get there. You need to follow some kind of system.
0: Yeah, and it's to me like budgeting is the financial equivalent of going on a diet or going to the so gym. So I was
1: actually going to get to that analogy. I, I would get
0: well, to it. I very, very
1: slightly disagree. Very slightly. Okay. When I when I think of diet, I think that you know you go on Atkins or you go on Paleo or whatever, or you do something like Whole Whole Thirty, the mm. Paleo Challenge, Thirty Whole Foods for thirty days. To me, that's what a diet is. It's like a short term, I'm going to do this, get right, lose the five pounds, and then go back back to business as usual. But, you know, if you've ever gone through that process trying to lose weight or get healthy and you go on these, you know, quote unquote diets, there's an end date. And after that ends, if you haven't created a new lifestyle at the end of it, then you're going to gain weight back. You're going to lose your shape. You're going to lose your muscle tone. uh, You're just going to go back to the way you were. Yeah. So I think people are talking about, you know, it's not about diets as much as it is, um, A lifestyle change?
0: Yeah. Okay. So when I say diet, that's what I mean. So okay. Take take the whole thirty. Take the whole thirty for example. Right. My wife's loving this already because she's on the whole thirty like, oh, yeah. forever.
1: <laughs> well, there so, you go. So that's it. So the whole thirty is The, the whole thirty is a
0: diet, but not designed to be like a fad. You know, one off diet where you lose a bunch of weight and then you bring it all back. Yeah, exactly. No, no diets are designed that way, right? Oh, that's what happens. But so. whole thirty is supposed to get you comfortable with the foods that you can eat and the foods you shouldn't be eating according to your body and how you react. So right? it's a lifestyle change. So you do it for thirty days. Okay. A little bit intense, but then at the end of it, you know exactly what you can eat and what you shouldn't be eating, and then you adjust accordingly.
1: Yeah, exactly. So budget's
0: the same, and that in the beginning, if you haven't budgeted, if you don't know how to budget or you've never done one before, it's um, it's brutal, <laughs> it's painful, it's not always fun, yep. but through that process, you adjust your lifestyle, your habits, the way that you spend money, what you spend on, what you don't spend on, and then it becomes your new normal. Exactly. So
1: this is for you. If you've got goals. Yes. And, you know, maybe it's a short term thing that you have a credit card bill that you want to, you know, that's been outstanding and you want to get out of that debt. And you, you go on a budget for a little while, you pay off that credit card debt. And then now you feel okay. All right. That's the only goal you have in life. Great. But I think if I think if you dug deeper, you'd find that you have, you know, much bigger, more uh, uh, all encompassing goals. And, and this is so important. To accomplishing any of the above, any of the goals that you have, this is so important to do uh, because without some kind of tracking or understanding of where your money goes, years are gonna go by and you're gonna wake up and you're gonna look around and say, wow, I'm in the same place I was five years ago. Yeah. You know, I've got the same budget. I mean, I've gotten a different job once or twice, I've gotten raises four or five times. But I don't feel any different, you know. My bank account is not any better. I haven't started saving for retirement. I haven't, you know, my debt is about the same. Uh, you know, I'm still everything that I have, yep. still the same, bank accounts, credit card bills, uh, savings. Uh, your kids are older, but they're, you're not any closer to paying for college. You're getting older. You're not any closer to paying for retirement. If you don't have some kind of spending control in place, then that's Unfortunately, what's going to happen?
0: Let, let's break that down a little bit. Like, if you think about where your money goes, a good chunk of it is going on big kind of fixed expenses, you right. know, rent, mortgage, transportation, grocery. I mean a certain point of that is a certain portion of groceries fixed, right? Food and whatnot, like basic necessities that, you know, I mean, unless you downgrade your house or sell your car, like those aren't going anywhere. Right. right? Those are fixed and they're fairly constant. Yep. Right. And then then there's like all these little things. That are like it's just like, you know, they're they're like fluid, right? They just like flow through your fingers and you're not even really sure what just happened. You don't really know where the money went. And it's like it just comes and it goes. And it's these a lot of the mindless things, right? In Said's case, it's the the one click Amazon purchases, right? Like you just you just go to click, 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 and next thing you know, I walk into his office and there's like ten boxes oh, that's like, in the corner. Did my secretary write on me? And I'm like, "What did you buy?" And he has no clue. Well, I don't know. Go look. Open the boxes. They're all there, right? <laughs> um, for other people, maybe it's you know going to Starbucks and uh, you know sitting there for the morning and ordering drinks and food and before you, you know it, drop
1: twenty bucks. In you Starbucks spend 20, 30 bucks, right?
0: Um, and I always complain whenever I have to go downtown Toronto. If I go downtown Toronto, it's a fifty dollar day. Guaranteed, right? Well, parking's like 35 already. Parking, yeah, at least parking, and then there's lunch, yeah, and then there's and then like after six o'clock, you got to pay again for parking, it just like just money just goes right? right, and and you don't really know where it went. And that's where budgeting is really really important because you're not going to change the big things through a budget. I mean, those are big lifestyle changes you'd have to make. We're not getting into that, but it's the little things that to be honest, if you didn't buy them, you didn't spend on those things. Your life would not be any worse. Like you'd be fine. Right. You probably wouldn't even notice the difference. Exactly. It just requires a little bit of discipline. And that's where budgeting becomes important.
1: And discipline in the beginning, habit eventually. So, um, what I look at a bu- as a budget as is that a budget is, is a tool for habit change. Yeah, it's a yes. tool to create new habits, and as we have discussed in previous podcasts, uh, and that we will be discussing at length in the uh, Save Ten K course, is that habits take a long time to break. You know, if you're used to eating a certain way, or you're used to spending a certain amount of money, uh, if you're used to buying things at certain intervals throughout the day or throughout the week, it's hard to break those habits. It takes a long time, it takes a lot of discipline, it takes a lot of routine, it takes a uh, routine recrafting Um, and a budget helps with that. It helps you break the old way of doing things and build a new way of doing things. And I would argue once you've got a new habit in place for how you spend money, you don't need a budget anymore.
0: Well, it's like weighing yourself on the scale, right? We use so many health and fitness examples, but they're the most relatable. I know, right? right? It's like weighing yourself on a scale. So you want to lose weight, right? You might as well weigh yourself first to yeah. see where you're at, so you have yeah. a starting point. Yeah, and then you know what to measure success against. And yeah. then every week or so, I wouldn't do it daily; that's a little bit crazy. But every week or so, while you're exercising, going to the gym, weigh yourself. Am, am I making progress? Yeah. How many pounds am I am I losing? What's your goal? Where do you want to get? To? Maybe you want to get from 200 down to 180. Mm-hmm. Track your progress. Financial goals are the same, right? If you don't have a budget, then it's like you're not weighing yourself. What's your starting point? Yeah, We're I want to lose weight. How much you want to lose? Uh, I don't know. How much do you weigh? Uh, I don't know. Exactly. Right. You're not going to get very far. So we need to know where you're starting. We need to know where you want to go. And we need to measure progress along the way. And the budget can help us do all of that. So it, it, at the end of the day, then, it doesn't even matter what
1: software you use, what spreadsheet you use, not at all. whether you use th- this, that, or the other. There's Mint, there's YNAB, there's a spreadsheet that we've developed for the course. It, honestly, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter what software you use because it's not. A, it's not about the software. Yeah. It's about building new habits and creating a new system of how do you think about money, what to prioritize with your money. Because at the end of the day, like people think about budgets as being, I don't want to budget because I don't want to be restricted in how I spend. But really, you are. Everybody is. Mm-hmm. You make a certain amount of money, regardless of whether you have a budget or not. Like That's going to be true. So whether you have a budget or not, you still have a restriction on your spending. You're If you don't have a budget and you don't want to track your spending, uh, because you don't want to have to, like, you know, track these things and see these transactions and sort of have this stare at you in the face. I, I would argue that, okay, you're trading one discomfort for another discomfort. Yeah. You're trading, I don't want the discomfort of tracking this stuff, but I'll accept the discomfort of a credit card bill that I can't pay off. Yeah. A bank balance that is uncomfortably low.
0: Yeah.
1: A future that is very bleak because I don't know where money's going and it's yeah. not going in the right places.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think
1: that's a bad trade.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I think make it easy upon yourself too, right? Like this does not need to be, I remember the the first time I used mint.com. It's like, I don't know, 10, 15. I still have it running actually. First time I used it. I never got rid of it still. I I just geeked out on all the categories. Oh wow. It automatically like maps my spending to categories. So I had like this like mind map of categories and there was like subcategories and sub -sub subcategories, and like all in all, like, I don't know, it's like 40, 50 categories, totally meaningless. Like I don't need to break down my spending in a 40, 50 category, yeah. but I geeked out on it. Yeah, exactly. And then eventually, it became so cumbersome that the data was almost meaningless. Like, I didn't know what to do with it. I couldn't make decisions. It was so detailed.
1: Yeah, because like, let's say you have 10 budgets, you know, clothing, coffee, going out to eat, whatever. You got 10 of those. Yeah. Five of them you overspend on, five of them you, you underspend on. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah and yeah. not, not to, bat, to to rag on Mint. Mint is a good software if you don't want to. I recommend it often. If you've never looked at how you spend money ever, ever before, it's a good... Instant way of you got to give them access to your bank account, which you got to figure out if you want or comfortable with that um, But it's a good way to like immediately categorize and see how much am I spending on fast food? How much am I spending on restaurants? How much am I spending on groceries if you've never done it before? It's not the be-all and end-all in my opinion. Uh, I don't think they all any of them really are they, they all have their quirks because It comes down to habit change what are the things that you can change, that you're willing to change, and what are the trade-offs in between? So uh, I don't know if you want to get into the the how.
0: Well, I, I, I wanted to say I'm, I'm kind of going off cuff here, so you may – I don't know if you agree with them. Yeah, you're jumping that. all over. My, you look at my notes. Yeah, I'm not looking at your notes at all. <laughs> in fact, I'm saying things, and I'm looking at your notes and saying, oh, yeah, he yeah. had that there. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> at the bottom because you're saying it now. But it's at the bottom. It's Facebook Live, man. Let's <laughs> keep it free-flowing. Um, <laughs> look, I think in the end of the budget, like doing one is – easy like that's not an accomplishment like setting it up is not the hard part right i mean it's some, a little bit of work but sticking with it is the hard part and the i think visibility is the key there right so if you do a budget and you put it in your, on your computer somewhere in a spreadsheet and then uh, you never look at it it's not going to do you a whole lot of good right, right. like it's got to be front of mind and visible so i think there's a few ways to do that one is your jar method want to quickly go over the jar method high level so how about i go back to the notes uh, where I no. so
1: this is how we're gonna do it. <laughs> let me teach you a thing or two.
0: Alright, so basically the, the the software that you use doesn't matter. You just told them we have notes. This whole time they thought we make all this stuff up on the fly. Alright, see so
1: it right there? You gave, right gave
0: away the secret, man. You that right there? Now yeah. they know that we plan these. Alright. Of course we plan these. You think this
1: just comes I mean, yeah, of course actually. it does. I can't think <laughs> and speak at the same time, bro. So I, I think, and I wrote it down, now I'm speaking. All right, okay, read so, your
0: script, all right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, so it doesn't matter. Let, let's get it set up in the open. It doesn't matter what software you use. mint YNAB, or the spreadsheet that we're going to give you in, in the Save 10K course, you can use whatever. Your intention has to be that I. this is a tool, whatever these things, software that I'm going to use, it's a tool to get me to be aware of my current habits so that I may change them. Yeah. If you don't go in with that, that, uh, in, in initial methodology and in the initial mindset. There's no point. Yeah, we're just yeah. we're just putting stuff on a spreadsheet. This is a, this is a, a tool that will get me to see what I'm doing now, so that I can initiate a change and make things better in the future. So that's all we're trying to do. So have that in your mind. I want to make a change. I want to change my habit. Uh, so that we do have a spreadsheet that we're going to be giving you in the save 10 K course. If you haven't signed up for it yet, riskwise.com save 10 K. Uh, and, and the reason why we built our own was because we've talked about this at length over the years and doing uh, Riskwise wise uh, and the books that we have read. Like I, I do this for a living as a, an investment manager and financial planner. Um, this is my day job. Uh, but it has been, very heavily per- educated on this too as a former accountant no, and none of no, his no, personal no, finance no, books no, right are up there. there. Yeah. I, down, I hide those. They're all in the basement. Yeah, all right. they're in um, a box somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the end of the day, uh, there's three categories based on the jar methodology that we had, we had uh, discussed in the podcast before. Again, if you've never heard of it before, I'll give you a brief uh, overview now, but we'll we'll discuss that at length in the course, the Save, 10K, the Save 10K course. And imagine you have a jar and you want to put stuff inside the jar, rocks, pebbles, and sand. The order in which you put that stuff in the jar matters. You put the sand first. Oh, that's not what I meant. And then the pebbles and then the big rocks. Is that in your notes? Yes, in my notes. Oh, okay. All right. Um, You can't fit all the big rocks because there isn't enough space. And that's kind of like our budget. The sand is the frivolous spending that we don't really care about, that we open our credit card at the end of the month and think, when did I spend 50 bucks at Whole Renfrew?
0: I don't remember... What I bought there. That's the, that's the sand. You can't spend 50 bucks a whole round of <laughs> here, first of all. Like, it's like, unless you bought like a, a sock, one sock, right? <laughs> and okay, 50 bucks. True. true. Uh,
1: pebbles are the un, relatively unchangeable expenses. So your basic utilities, your car payment, your mortgage, that kind of stuff, right? all that kind of stuff is your, is your pebbles that, uh, you, there's no worry that you're going to overspend on it because you had a bad day or you had a really good week and you're rewarding yourself by like turning on your lights more or something like that's not going <laughs> to happen. Right. So that's pebbles, big rocks. This is the stuff that nobody pays attention to. Nobody has a concept of nobody knows what they're supposed to be doing for it. And this is your retirement, your kid's education. You're paying off the debt, the going to hajj, the, you know, all the big things that you want to accomplish in life. That's not going to happen next paycheck. Yeah. It's not going to happen probably even next year. It's going to take multiple years to accomplish these things. But because we haven't sat down and prioritized it, yeah. we put them in our budget last. We put it on the top of the jar, and it just doesn't go in the jar because there's not enough money. But if we reorder things and we say, okay, Big Rocks first, Pebbles second, and then whatever sand that can fit in, fit it in, just by reprioritizing your spending, that's going to make a significant change in how you manage your, 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 your budget and how you manage your money. Like I do this for a living. I know what people, when I tell them over, like I've doing this now, 11 years, 11 years. There are things that I've told people to do to control their spending and get, get right with their money that they've never done. And I've realized that the simpler you make it, yeah. like the less work that people have to do, the more likely they're going to do it. So yeah. that's what a budget should be. As simple as possible. The best budget you can build is the one that you actually do. So make it easy. So in our, our budget that we track at RiskWise for the Safe 10K course, we're only tracking three things. We've, we've subcategorized it to make filling it out easier, but really just three things. That's all we want you to track.
0: Yeah, we only want to gather as much data as we need to make a change in behavior, right? There's no sense in tracking more things if that doesn't lead to a meaningful behavior change, right? Right. And again, just to build on what Said said, like the sand and the pebbles and stuff, Ten years from now, fifteen years from now, twenty years from now, nobody ever said, "I wish I bought more lattes." Like, ah, Starbucks had like this new thing, and you I only had one of them, and I only had, I didn't have one every day, and I didn't enjoy my my lattes as much as I could have, and I just wish I'd done more. Nobody ever said that. If they did, conversely, I hope, I hope I'm not watching.
1: Conversely, n- nobody has ever sat on their porch at like <laughs> 60, 70 years old, this reclines, and they're rocking on their porch, like, yeah. I'm so proud of all that money I spent on electricity. That's just
0: yeah. I feel so fulfilled. Yeah, and that stuff, like you said, that's not going to change. Like you're going to pay your hydro bill, you're going to pay your gas bill. Anybody
1: outside of Toronto calls it electricity.
0: What do we call it? Hydro. Whatever. You're going to pay your utilities. Like that's you don't have a lot of leeway there, right? But the sand and the pebbles and the rocks, like the small rocks, like that that stuff you're not going to remember. Ten years from now, you won't even realize what you spent it on, what you didn't spend it on. So if you can take more of that. Put it towards the big rocks, the things that you actually will remember when you grow old. You know, And like, not even old, like 10, 15 years from now even, wherever you are.
1: Like attending your kid's graduation from college university and walking, seeing them walk up on stage, get their degree, get their diploma, and say, yeah, if, if I didn't do what these two knuckleheads taught me to do in the same 10K course.
0: Paying for their paying for their post-secondary education in full without having them take on loans. Um, you know, paying for their weddings if you want to do that. Um, avoiding your kids having to go into debt. Um, saving for your own retirement so you don't need to rely on anyone else when you retire. Uh, so imagine there's two worlds. You turn 65 years old,
1: you have two possible outcomes You when you turn 65. You're either really nervous because at some point you're going to need to move in with your kids, like, need to, not want to, not because they want you to, but because you're flat broke. Or you could be that grandpa, grandma, that always has, like, a gift when they come over, uh, that has their own life, travels, has their crew of friends, plays, you know, Counter-Strike or whatever, whatever they'll be playing in 30 years from now. Yeah, You have no idea what Counter-Strike is. Nah, you no, know, I'm, I'm just not. not awesome. yeah. um, you know, like, you're totally good on your own, your relationship with your kids and their spouse and their kids is positive cuz there's no you need this and now your kids trying to figure out how to manage the two things like it's it's a very positive relationship where you are still in a position even in your old age of being generous of being you know giving to your kids rather than taking from them of being free to do whatever you want versus you know asking your child can you imagine asking your kids for an allowance?
0: This I mean, this is a really, really important intention when it comes to money. And there's many, many hadith about this, right, which we, I think we've covered this in the past. Right. But one of the core intentions when it comes to money is we want to intend to be free of the need of other people. Right. We do not want to have to depend on anybody except for God for right. our sustenance. Right. right. And, and the reason for that is money complicates things, yeah. it complicates relationships and you rely on people parents spouse kids like it just complicates things right so one of our intentions here is you don't want to be reliant on anybody else for your your risk for your sustenance for your money and you know i really think it begins you know we're talking about when you retire when you're when you grow old and all this kind of stuff and that may seem kind of like well that's so far away but it begins now you don't have a budget
1: now let me tell you something you turn 65 in north america you have a The average life expectancy is 83 to 86. That's like 21 years.
0: Yeah, I am not retiring in North America.
1: (laughs) Alive. (laughs) But think about this. Imagine you retire in your hometown in North America, wherever you're at right now. You retire at 65. You live till 86. So so 83 for men, 86 for women. So let's say you, you live till 86. That's 21 years. 21 years. Oh, my goodness. That you are alive in this country. Paying bills, paying taxes, paying property taxes, paying all that stuff, 21 years, and you are you don't have a job.
0: And I think you're, you're that's being... That's a lot of money
1: that you need. Well, you
0: you're being generous, too, because 100 is a new 80. Yeah. right. Like, serious. it's 86. It sounds like a big number. It's not uncommon anymore. People live beyond that age.
1: So apparently, right now, the stats are if you hit 65 in the next 10 years, your probability of living to 100 this is the last 10 years. Uh-huh. So if you're 55 today. Uh-huh. Your probability of hitting over a hundred yeah. is
0: 11%. Really? Yeah. And that's only going to get higher and higher.
1: We can assume. Wow. So it's a lot of time that you're around alive. You don't have a job, you don't have an income anymore. So you've got to save up at that point in time, which is why we harp on it. People in personal finance world, we understand how expensive it is. So save up. Don't be the person that's going to be dependent on your kids. If, if your kids want to take you in because they love you and they want you close to take care of their kids, great. Wanting to be around your kids and living with your kids versus needing to live with your kids is are to, two totally different ball games. I've been in those meetings so those two situations. Mm-hmm. Being in the latter situation where an older person is is admitting that they need they they're going to be homeless or they're going to be in a very 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 bad situation financially. They need to live with their. Child. It is you don't want to be. I have seen grown men and women cry. In my boardroom, at that realization, mm-hmm. don't do that. So, first step, like I'm glad you're here, listening to the the podcast, listening to the Facebook Live. Um, we got to take some steps. we've Got to actually do some work. Mm-hmm. It's good to listen to. Sometimes we're entertaining. I think when when we make fun of each other, I don't think we are. No, People no, laugh at no, when we yeah. make it uh, at us. I'm sure. Yeah, at us, <laughs> true, true. At some point, you got to do some work. Uh, uh, take this to the actual, you know, from listening to doing, and that's what we we realized Ahmed and I over the years that we're, we're, we're good at talking, but we, we don't think people are actually doing. So we built a course, or we're building the course right now, Save 10K. It is a snippet of something that will be that is larger at some point that we're going to be building, uh, using that capital to build something bigger.
0: Um, but well, if you... It, it, it's the first step, right? Because right. most people that we talk to that are listening to the show, that ask us questions, they struggle with savings, right? So. It, it, there's no point in talking about investments and this and that. Like if you can't put money aside consistently every single month, you don't have a budget, like everything else is secondary, right? So the first thing we wanted to do is help people save money consistently, hence save 10K. Why 10K? Because that's an important milestone. If you know- a lot that of you money. can save of Yeah, it's a lot of money, huh? that's a nice milestone. You know that you can save $10,000 in a certain amount of time, six months, nine months, 12 months, 16 months, whatever it is for you, right? That's an empowering realization because now you know that, okay, two years from now, I can save X and five years from now, I can save Y. And now you can start making plans for those big goals that we talked about earlier, right? Okay. So that's the idea behind the course, um, riskwise.com slash save 10 k. Let me pull that up on the screen again. Uh, right now, like as of the time of this recording, we are accepting applications. Reason it's by application only is because uh, it's a pilot course, we wanna make sure we get the right people inside like we talked about earlier. Um, if you're listening to this after we've launched the pilot and enrollment is closed, which will be pretty soon, um, there will be a, a, a sign-up form on that page at riskwives.com slash save10k where you can sign up to find out when we reopen the course for more students. That's right. Any parting shots? No, let, let's do it. Awesome. Uh, thanks again for tuning in, guys. We're going to be back here again next Friday at 3.30. I'm not sure what we're talking about, but I'm sure Saeed will have notes. I
1: got in my notes.
0: <laughs> Take
1: care. <Salam laughs> sit down,
0: down.